0: My name is Reagan. Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, with your host, Sarah Carnes. She's my mom.
1: She's on the radio and TV and loves the Cleveland Browns. But one of her favorite things is connecting with you. She wants to help you live a healthy, happy
0: life. I don't know how she does it. She even got me to love carrots and eat broccoli. Thanks for listening.
2: Okay. I just came across something that I have to share with you. Today's guest is going to be great. You're going to love her. It's Riley Clemens and had a wonderful talk with her. But before we get into that, I was just on YouTube. I was looking for something very particular. Someone had told me about a talk and I couldn't find it, but I stumbled upon something else instead. It was actually a TED Talk by a gentleman named Sam Burns. And I guess he has an award-winning documentary called Life According to Sam, and it premiered on HBO years ago back in 2013. But Sam is very special. He gave this TED Talk. It's on YouTube. It's only 12 minutes long, and it's called My Philosophy for a Happy Life. And I think what makes it stand out so much is that Sam was diagnosed with a really rare rapid aging disease at the age of two. So, he's had a lot of setbacks, a lot of difficulties in life. But he was so motivating in this 12 minutes on what his philosophy is for a happy life. And I know for us, you know, maybe it's different in a lot of ways. And I've been going through, you know, a big journey with some health things, finding what's working, why isn't this working, learning through the hills and valleys of life. And some of his lighthearted philosophy tips for a happy life I thought were so good, and I want to share them with you. And if you want to look up the YouTube clip, it's really good. Sam Burns, my philosophy for a happy life. Unfortunately, Sam did pass away about a month after this TED Talk was giving, but his motivation lives on. So I'll share the first one, and that is to be okay with what you ultimately can't do because there's so much you can do. Oh, this one was so good to me because I've had a journey with mold toxicity, with Lyme disease, with not sleeping well, and uh, these health issues that have like really weighed me down the last couple of years. And one of the things that I've had to give up because it makes me extremely sick is gluten. And I know this might sound like a little thing for some people, and a lot of people have given up a lot bigger things, but I get that question a lot. Like, I could never do that. I could never give up gluten. And there's a lot of people who don't give it up because they just, they can't. They can't see themselves without it, even though it probably would make them feel better. But what I always tell them is this exact statement. I don't think about what I'm missing with gluten. I just think about the things that I can do. I can eat. There's a lot of things. And when you focus on the things that you can do, just totally changes the paradigm on your outlook. So I loved that one. Number two was surround yourself with people you want to be around. Actually, Riley and I get into this in the podcast, but you really become like the five people you surround yourself with the most. So make sure the people around you are having a good influence on you and you to them. Number three, I loved that he brought this up. It's keep moving forward. And he actually quoted a movie that I love. It's a kid's movie, but I love it. It's called Meet the Robinsons. It's a Disney movie that was popular back in the day when my oldest daughter was little. And I don't know why, but this movie like made a really profound impact on me. And one of the quotes he shared from the movie, and it's this, it says, around here, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward, opening up new doors and doing new things. And I I think that's so true in my life. I don't know, has it been the same in your life where I've kind of just had to say, you know what? I gotta pick up and move on. This might've happened to me. This might've almost devastated me, but there's nothing I can do. I'm gonna open new doors and keep doing new things. Even when it comes to kind of figuring out some challenges in my health life. I got to keep trying. I got to keep opening new doors and trying new things. There's always hope. And I keep keep telling myself, just keep keeping hope alive. Keep moving forward. And then the last one from Sam I thought was really good too. (laughs) It's kind of fun. Never miss a party if you can help it and that is so true. I know this past year it's been really hard. I had turned 40 this past year and I've never really had like a big birthday party and my husband wanted to have me one and of course we couldn't. So he said, this year, once everything's open again, we are going to be celebrating and having fun because we have to have fun in life, right? We have to have things to look forward to. Uh, If you missed it, listen to the episode uh, a couple episodes ago on this podcast. Annie F. Downs was on, and she has a book called That Sounds Fun. And it's all about the importance of kind of bringing joy to your life and having fun and planning fun things, why you need a hobby, all of that kind of stuff. So that was Sam's tips, his couple tips that I thought were so good. Pull up the YouTube. He is great. Okay, so that's your little extra nugget of motivation for the day. And now we're going to get into this episode with Riley. Okay, so I love Riley Clemens. She's one of our artists we play on 95.5 The Fish, and her music is incredible. She writes her own music. She's only like 21 years old. Incredible. And I love that she's such a a breath of fresh air (laughs) for all of us. And even though she's 21, she had a lot of profound things to say. I was very, very much impressed. I'm also going to play at the end of the podcast, one of her songs. I'm going to add that on there. Keep on hoping. Also, her song Healing means so much to me. If any of you have gone through a healing journey with maybe a sickness or mental health or with you or a loved one her song healing is just beautiful so definitely check those out she's amazing and let's get to it here is riley clemens well, I'm so excited to have Riley Clemens with us today. I just love her energy. I love, as my daughter would say, I love her vibe. <laughs> I love that so much. I love your vibe. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Um, but I, I just first want to start off um, talking. Oh, there's my daughter right now. I'm on a hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Yeah. Say hi to Riley Clemens, Reagan. <laughs> The joy of the work from home. Exactly. Exactly. There's nothing like it. Hi, how are you? <laughs> yes. So um, I first just want st- to ta- start by talking about your story. Um, I know a little bit. I know that you've been writing music and singing for a long time since you were little, but kind of just give us a glimpse about it. Yeah,
1: of course. It's a f- amazing, funny story of God's goodness showing up all throughout it. But um, I'm born and raised in Nashville. I've been here my whole life. Uh, My family's from here. This is home to me. So I grew up around music, people singing and writing and creating, and it was never something that felt Mm -hmm. far-fetched. But my first true memory of music was watching my mom sing in the choir at church and hearing the Southern gospel music and falling in love and knowing that I wanted to sing music with that passion and that kind of that kind of context and so um, I started singing I was in singing lessons and dance lessons always on stage doing theater everything and then um, just a really crazy couldn't have planned it kind of event moment I was singing in a choir concert in the eighth grade at my school and just so happens that there was a artist manager there to see his daughter Long story short, he's been my manager for the past nine years. He's incredible. I signed my first publishing deal when I was 15. Shortly after that, I signed with Capital CMG and started releasing music and touring it and
2: continuing to write. And it's just been a crazy whirlwind. That is so exciting. So you must have had a solo at that eighth grade concert.
1: I had a little bit of a solo. And, you know, when you're in eighth grade and you get a tiny solo, at least in my brain, I was like, we're really going to sing this one.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, it all worked out. It all worked out. So I love it. And I I love seeing and talking with all these female artists in the industry. Um, I I know you did a song called Over and Over with Lauren Elena. And I often think of her song, (laughs) I want to live like ladies in the nineties, you know, and all of these female artists that, you know, back when even I was growing up all over the airwaves. And I feel a surge of that again. And I love it. And you're one of those artists that I feel that surge with just so beautiful. Can you you kind of tell us about your influences growing up? So when I think of, you know, artists growing up, at least in the Christian world, and I know you probably have country or different artists as well. I think of Amy Grant and Natalie, um, Natalie Grant, (laughs) and now Laura and Elena, kind of who has been your influence? Oh my goodness. I have had so many incredible
1: influences and voices that have inspired me and pushed me in my career. Musically, the first voice that I remember being enamored by, besides my mom's, um, was Aretha Franklin. I fell in love with her gospel music. Um, I fell in love with her voice. And then, of course, Amy Grant, Natalie, Francesca, all of the, all of the greats who, I think as a young woman in the back of the car, listening to the radio, it was always a special moment, um, to hear a woman on the radio and to hear a female voice singing and telling truth was always so powerful. And I was always so drawn towards the female voices. And so that was part of what inspired me to create music on my own and in my own words, um, and that's, that's been a really beautiful thing to continue to be inspired by female voices.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure there's been some ups and downs as a woman in the industry. I'm sure it is for anyone. But specifically as a woman, uh, how do you balance, you know, you kind of, it's, you started young if you were in the eighth grade mm-hmm. and, you know, growing up maybe a little in the industry and kind of finding your voice as a female through those years.
1: That's a great question, and it's so been a process, and it continues to be an everyday process. I'm 21 now, and looking back over the past few years, it's been so much of not only leaning into the people, specifically the, woman, the women around me, but um, but also taking the time to get quiet and think about what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And I think the process of trusting your voice and trusting the voice of God in your life um is a continual thing but as a woman I am so encouraged by hearing females around me pouring into each other and pouring into me and it definitely is a it's very circular in the sense that I think that encouragement goes a long way but time I think it's time learning the balance between being young and wanting to learn from the people who have gone before you but also acknowledging the fact that you're young and still have something yeah. valuable to contribute to the conversation. So it's mm. been it's been a fine balance of respecting that I don't know everything mm. and acknowledging that but also being willing to share what is
2: on my heart. Yeah. I love that you said that because I don't I don't think a lot of people say that even when when they're much older. None of us know everything and being able to step back sometimes and say, you know what, maybe I need to think through my thoughts a little bit more and and be a little thoughtful and just uh, grow through this Yeah, you know, a a challenge and not just living through it. Um, How do you think you would tell another girl, woman, how to find their voice? I I think – you have a great perspective kind of growing up in the music industry, putting yourself out there on multiple different platforms. It's not just the the singing stage mm-hmm. anymore. It's social media and a variety of things. If you had to give someone advice about finding their own voice and being their, their own true self, but at the same time being a woman of God, what would you say?
1: For me, authenticity has been the word that's always been something I've leaned into and tried to remind myself of. I think that if the conversations we're having and the posts that we're making and XYZ, all of the above are coming from an authentic place, um, then I think that's the gateway to finding a voice that is humble and honest and most helpful to others really. Uh, That's always been the goal in the music too. If I walk into the studio and all I have to bring is whatever's gone on in my day and the most honest version of it and how I'm learning to ask God for help, ask the people in my life for help, lean into what I know and dig deeper. I I think that it all comes from a place of being authentic Mm -hmm. and, um, and truthfully deciding that what God has for you, he has for you. And nobody else can take that away um yeah. and trying to be somebody else isn't going to do it. Yeah. So that's yeah. those are all things I'm learning and have learned and would encourage other women and young women particularly in
2: that. Yeah, I think that's so true. I heard someone say the other day on social media and it was like one of those I call them aha moments. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh, she said I you know, I'm not trying to be relatable. I'm just trying to be me and I think we get so caught up into wanting real, to relate to everyone and be everybody's everything. Right? And when you step back and say, you know what? I'm me. I'll find my tribe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I may not be everybody's everything, but it's, good. Um, it's so good. Yeah, I love that balance. I'm sure you hear a lot from girls, women, maybe more on social media, maybe messaging. What do you feel as a pulse going on that people are leaning in to kind of wanting more? Maybe it's guidance, maybe it's questions. If you could say there's a pulse of things that, you know, I think we really need to help speak to these women about this, what would it be I think that in a world where so many voices are
1: constantly being perpetuated whether it is through social media or TV or culture in general I think it's so easy to forget the voices of truth in the day to day and from what I've read and seen and witnessed through DMs and comments is I think young women are having a general longing for voices that affirm them of Truth and voices that affirm them that their identity is good enough, and there's no shame in that. And these are all things that I am feeling the pulse of needing as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that more so than anything today, it's it's identity, and I think yeah. it probably was ten years ago too, and probably yeah. will be in ten more years. But yeah. um, the minute that we that we focus on knowing we who we are as a, as as a daughter of God, I think it clarifies and, and brings a new perspective to a lot of difficulties and challenges. So
2: I'm just curious because I know for me this year, it, it maybe coming out from 2020 and how different that was, I decided, you know what? It's the first time I've ever done this, but I am going to read my Bible and I'm going to do the whole Bible in a year this year. It was just something for me that I had never done. And it's like, my toolkit every day. You know, some people go to reading books or you doing different things. What is like your go-to like something in your toolkit that, you know, like you just mentioned finding our identity and 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 being consistent in that cuz we all have ups and downs, no doubt. But what's so true. your go-to? That's actually so
1: funny that you said that because 2020 was the year that I read the Bible through in a year for the first time. Oh, wow. And it was amazing. I really – it was a discipline for sure, Um, you know just getting through certain parts of the bible that people aren't quoting every day and learning to lean into those details is yeah. a discipline for sure but i got so much out of it that's been a big one for me is finding um finding scripture and verses to lean into when i don't feel like when i don't feel like it honestly yeah. and another big one has been community especially in times when community's mm. kind of been the thing that's stripped yeah. away yeah. um it's been important to find People who are like minded and authentic and honest as well. That's a huge one. Yeah.
2: No, I, I was just reading the other day that you become the five people you surround yourself with the most. Ooh. So, Ooh. yeah. So, if you think about that, it's like, whoo, gosh, I got to be me. <laughs> what are my surroundings yes. every day? And who am I surrounding myself with? You're right. Community. So so important, and I think so even more now. I mean, we say this all the time. Social media has great benefits, but having that human connection and those women who will help lift you up—that are women of God as well—and just yeah. uh, you know, th- that's so important. So I'm excited to hear you did Bible in a year too. I I'm like, I just want to get more people jazzed to read the Bible.
1: It's exciting. I mean, I think that I I'm very type a i definitely like a challenge i like when somebody tells me exactly what to do and read very digestible to me so i just went on the bible app and found the bible in a year and it told me exactly what i needed to do every day it was so easy perfect and i I would recommend it i loved it
2: i never want people to fear like well i won't understand i'm like get a study bible you will love it it will change your life because, because it is her. hard to understand it is no doubt that's why yeah. I have my little notes straight up absolutely at the bottom. me too girl <laughs> how, how does kind of all of this that we just talked about with the identity questions pulse you hear from your fans do you translate that into the music you write is it is it about your life is it a mixture of both yeah
1: I I think that Again, any anytime I walk into a studio, the only goal is to write something that's honest and authentic. And you, lo- looking back, particularly on this upcoming album, these songs are a collection of my stories of what it's like to be a 21-year-old woman who's navigating what faith means to her who's navigating her relationship with god with people with herself and i put all of those into detailed stories through lyrics and melodies and what i've noticed even between my sister and i or my friends so many of the problems and challenges and highs and lows that we've faced while they're different in the details of them at the heart they're really similar And um, I can find a lot of myself and my friends' stories and vice versa. So the goal is that this record is full of stories and experiences that people will also
2: find themselves in. So I'm excited. I'm so true. So I'm putting all of this in the show notes, but it comes out June 4th, the full album. Yes. And a crazy amount of streams on YouTube really cool to, to go watch the videos as well. It's just, it's so exciting to see you thriving and just a young independent woman that, you know, a a lot of kids, we need music. I I say this all the time. My co-host and I say this all the time. We need this type of music and inspiration out Mm -hmm. for the younger generation to thrive on, um, and just, you know, have someone to connect with and look up to. So it's great. Thank you so much for saying that. So sweet. <laughs> I thought it would be fun to do a couple rapid fire questions too. Oh, bring it on to I would, love know, some rapid fire. Let people get to know you just a little bit. So the first one is when you're not working, how do you like to spend your time?
1: Mm, eating. <laughs> Working Me out, too. eating,
2: sleeping, pretty basic, <laughs> hanging out with my family. <laughs> Those are all awesome things. Check, check, check. What was the first concert you ever attended? Cheetah Girls. Oh, that was a pretty Epic. awesome. I didn't know they actually had concerts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a whole party bus and we went to the Cheetah Girls concert when I was probably eight. Oh, that that's gonna yeah that that'll go down in history. Pretty awesome. So fun. Um, what are you currently reading? Are you currently reading anything? Do you have time to read? Absolutely, I do try to stay reading. I'm trying to
1: remember the book that I just finished. Okay, so what I'm in the middle of is an Enneagram book. Oh, I know. What are you? What number are you? I'm an eight. It's and so, eight. remind me what that is. The eight is the Challenger, which is. <gasps> Full of highs and lows, but my friend got me the book for um for Christmas and I'm just now diving
2: into it and it's great. Oh good. Um, I'm a three, so I'm a, an achiever. Yeah,
1: achiever. I can see it. I see <laughs> it on you. <ya>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so fun to dissect it. It and is, all that. it really is. Um, what is your most used emoji? Do you use emojis or Yes, the white heart? the wh- no the one white heart. has ever said the white heart why it's so
1: clean i mean from an aesthetic standpoint the white heart just it goes with everything <laughs> it's easy to digest i'm, I'm down for it i to copy
2: of you and start yep. using the white heart Do i kind of like that I've Do it. It. i told you i like your vibes <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> so fun <laughs> okay last question if you could spend one day in someone else's shoes who would it be? Oh, <laughs> that's a
1: really great question. Maybe if someone go biblical you. beer. We could dive in, or I could. Mm, mm.
2: Don't this feel bad so if you pick. Hard. I always pick someone that I like look up to, but you could pick anybody. I know this is the, uh ooh.
1: I think it would be <laughs> a lot of fun. To live a day, in- this is just going to be really random. And yeah, that's good. We're just going to roll it. Um, but my brother is a software engineer. I don't understand what he does. So I think it would be interesting to watch it. And I
2: love that answer. It
1: was the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know if that'd be my answer 10 minutes from now, but <laughs> in this moment, that would be my answer.
2: Locking in. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, I'm so excited that we got to share some time with you. We're going to link up all your music and share it. And we can't wait for the album to debut. Again, it's happening June 4th hop on YouTube, connect. You're on all the platforms, right? Do, do you have a yes. TikTok? That's the one thing I didn't check. Do you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok against my
1: will. I have a TikTok. My team thinks it's a great idea. I, I don't know how TikTok. to use it because I'm a granny and tic- <laughs> it, TikTok is hard, but I'm learning. <laughs> it's going to be great. But yes-
2: it's going to be great. You're going to be great. It's going to
1: be great. <laughs> it's be so, I'm so excited, though. God sends out on June 4th, and this, this album is my baby.
2: And um, I, I hope it speaks to you. It it will. The music already does. We love it. So thank you so much thank for the time so today, Riley. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. I love Riley, her music. Definitely check her out perfect for your kids to listen to as well as a mom. That's always important. I want to make sure I know what my kids are listening to and she's fantastic. So I hope you love that episode. Definitely check out some of the previous episodes if you're new. And if you love the podcast, would love for you to rate and subscribe and uh, just very thankful for you. And now I actually want to play one of Riley's songs for you. So stick around. This is Keep On Hoping."
0: is getting heavier now feels like it's far too much to carry on. the weight of the world is getting heavier now feels like it's far too much to carry around and each and every little time that you fall starts looking like the end of it all Somewhere hidden in the noise there's a the truth. Someone to believe and hang on to and each and every little word that you hear. I pray that one thing would be so clear. With all those voices in your head, just don't